here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? We've got a very special episode, even though every week is pretty special if you ask me. Uh, We're doing something very exciting. We've never had a four-person podcast episode. So number one, I'm stoked about that. Number two, I'm stoked that we have some heavy hitters on the pod today uh, that from all over the world, number one, uh, we have Mansoor from Incrementum Digital. And Mansoor, I think you are in Toronto right now? Correct. I'm in Toronto, Ken. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, We have Lewis who is a PPC manager at the Raggio. Uh, and I think you are in Berlin, Germany right now. Correct. Yeah. Right on. And I'm stoked to have Hamza Tenvir on the episode as well, uh, who is in the Lahore district way out in Pakistan. What's going on, Hamza? It's going good. Thank you for uh, contacting me and joining here. So this is an interesting story about how we started this episode. One of my favorite new features of Amazon over 2022 was the search query performance dashboard. And when I was always talking about it, I talked about it a few times on this episode on the show. And it was always like, "Mm, but you can't export it, Mm, but you can't export it, but you can like copy and paste it in a Google sheet, but that's kind of arduous. Um, And then slowly but surely, I started to see multiple LinkedIn posts uh, from each of you. And I was like, you guys found a way to get it into a Google sheet somewhat easily. Uh, So we're all here to talk about that. So if you're listening to the show, we're going to talk about how to get search query performance data into a spreadsheet, use it, play with it, learn from it. Uh, We won't be getting too much into uh, what it is because we've got other episodes that covered it. But um, I'd love to just go around and, and sort of like, you know, what did you first think when you saw the search query performance dashboard? And like, how frustrated were you and like how you basically figured out how to get the data downloaded? Uh, feel free to jump in anybody. Uh, sure, I can, I can start. Well, first of all, for me, it was pretty exciting because for the first time we are getting the first party data from Amazon. And of course, we all know it's about the search volume of the search query, right? We never had this. We always... Uh, used estimate from these third-party sellers. So that was super exciting for me. And then when I realized that you see the impression share, click share, like sales share, it was extraordinary. Now you are all of a sudden, you are getting all these data that you had never access to through Amazon. And it can, there are so many use cases for that. We are going to get into that. So about extracting data, We were using HTML table scraper before because in some cases we use that even for uh, product opportunity tab, right, from growth. So 
before we had that issue, we, uh, we found a way with this uh, extension to extract the data. And as soon as this data came out, there was no download. What we already have that solution uh, kind of figured out for. Yeah, you know, I've set up like little Google Sheet tables, like, you know, they have like import XML features, uh, like to get like stock prices or crypto prices. Uh, I went down a crypto rabbit hole at one point, but like, you know, you could set it up or like you learn how to like import a table from Wikipedia into a Google Sheet, all of that stuff. But like you couldn't do it with this sheet with with Amazon because like it was behind a login screen and it's like well you couldn't use a default like right. import XML thing from Google Sheets because it was like tucked away there so super duper frustrating do you have like a history of scraping is that is that like how you thought of that? like as soon as I as soon as you said like oh use an HTML scraper I was like duh of <laughs> course <laughs> uh no for me I'm I would say I'm mostly like Google Sheets nerd yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty good with that and analyzing data, bringing the data. I always find a way to anything I want, same as you, as you mentioned, import it to Google Sheet and use it. That was a pain point for me initially as well. I was thinking, okay, I'm going to find a way to program this and automate this without like doing manual. And still I'm thinking about that kind of. Uh, make a macro or something like it, an extension that you click and it goes downloads everything week over week because right now even now when you're uploading you have to go week over week click there are some steps there i'm interested to even do that automated in the future right on and you know what i'll also do too for each of you guys because all of you posted about this on linkedin um, sort of saying like, yo, you can actually get, you can actually scrape the data from the search query performance dashboard and then like play with it in a Google sheet. All of you have these posts. We'll link to all of these posts in the show notes and like hats off to you guys for actually sharing this because the, the, like, this is like the community helping the community, right? Like if anyone's doing this to like get clients doubtful that a client's like, uh, sort of like knows so much about this that they're going to be like, yo, like this is how you can do it. This is like straight up community abundance thinking, like community helping community, which is like the spirit of this show. And like you guys are like embodying all of that. So like, thank you so much. Cause I don't know. I, I have a theory that like clients don't even know what the search query performance dashboard is. Uh, maybe I could be wrong, but, um, I feel like PPCers and like Amazon marketers are just like eating this report up because you're able to do like such amazing stuff. And I feel like once I've shown this report to clients and they're like, whoa, that's the first party data I've been using Helium 10, like then they're like, then they like really open up. So I guess to that point, like I actually, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, has anyone ever, has anyone shared this report with some of their clients? Cause we're all sort of like client servicers here. And like, what has the reaction been when clients have sort of seen this data? Yeah. Um, I mean, when we started to share like this finding internally, so at Frasio, I mean, everyone was just, wow, this is really like the gold mine. I mean, this is literally the gold mine ever. And at so many different levels. I mean, we don't have customers. I mean, per se at Frasio, we have brand managers, right? I mean, in the aggregated world. So it's kind of a different way of looking at it. But we also had people in the acquisition side, for example, or also at the marketing side from different and various perspectives. We were all like, wow, so now we can literally leverage and see what's going on and just 
thinking back again of our overall strategy from pricing to marketing and also analyzing our the evolution of the market because you're also in the dynamic market. It's not like, I mean, I set up my price, I set up my CPC and that's it, finished. I mean, I call it a day and go back home and just wait for it. Uh, you have a dynamic market, right? So you have competitors and you can also monitor a lot of things happening. And how can you change and influence pricing towards a lot of different components and how can you manipulate pretty much your pricing and adapt your margins, et cetera, et cetera, depending on your goals. And look at it from a weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, then at some point perspective and seeing the evolution of the market and your position on the market at the search query level, which is very strong. So it really got a lot of people just pretty much sitting down on their chairs and be like, okay, this is really like big time a gold mine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm curious too, how often you guys like check into this data? Because I think the way that I've sort of been thinking about it is sort of like using it in the beginning of goal planning, where like you sit down, you look at an account and you basically say like, it'd be awesome to improve our market share on a particular group of terms. Let's sort of jot down because you couldn't export it. So like you would copy and paste it, but we're going to talk about ways to extract it much easier today, but like grab it in the beginning of a goal planning session and then like do a whole bunch of activity, like push it in PPC, like maybe optimize it, uh, optimize your listing. And then later, potentially a month later, you would check to see like, did you make a ground? Did you improve your actual market share? Has anyone used it in different ways? Yeah, uh, Michael, this this thing just uh, bought a boom in my PPC stuff, in my SEO stuff. Uh, the day I, I saw this uh, brand analytics option, uh, the keywords which are attached with our brand and the keywords which are very relevant to our products. Like this search query performance is amazing. It gives you search query score. It's just like some ranks. It's, it gives you some search query volume which is some in many way lot better than third-party tools like helium 10 jungle scout etc one thing which i i assured and i felt very advantage was to get a tacos total advertisement ads on sales from uh, on a search volume level like we get we know what is the ad spend from the ppc all right and now we know that this search volume has this much sales. We can easily extract the tacos on a search volume level, search, search uh, keyword level. This gives an amazing opportunity to many other things. Some and in the same way, uh, when I compare this search search query performance report with the brand analytical sheet or search 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 uh, brand analytical sheet, this gives me the uh, reference of the CVR or conversion percentage that my top three ASINs or my top three competitors have this much conversion percentage and from the search query performance I can see that my this keyword has this much percentage or my brand has this much percentage then what is the difference between two percentage it's just like an, a reference thing it gives a very good thing yeah hells yeah and, and I think one point to add there is like the benefit of the third-party data was that it was easier to manipulate and like the search query performance dashboard was hard to manipulate. But like after listening to this episode and sort of going through how we've pulled this data, like it sort of removes that 
hurdle that we everyone was experiencing. Uh, I think, Mansoor, you were going to mention, uh, did you have any other use cases on how you've been incorporating it into your workflow? Yes. Well, actually, we do that. You, you ask about how often you use this. Usually, we with our client, mostly we have a weekly or bi-weekly meeting. So this is a table that recently we have started implementing and every week, every, every time that we have a meeting with them, this is updated. We go over this plus our product, product tracking dashboard that shows us the tacos in parent level and ASIN, uh, child level. In terms of how to use it, I give you one example. We have this brand, they wanted to, they are uh, uh, having a great situation in their category. They wanted to uh, decrease their spend almost in half. So what we are doing now, we are looking at, okay, when we decrease this spend, what happened to our market share? Because they have it, like they have great ranking. It's a great way, actually, I wanted to mention this for cannibalization. Always this has, there has been this topic. What mm-hmm. happens if you are ranking organically? What's going to happen if you lower your PPC spend? I'll give you one example for brand, branded terms. Now, easily, you can see, turn off all your branded terms campaigns, check your branded terms share, purchase share, see if you are increasing or decreasing. If it doesn't decrease, it means, fine, people are, your customers search for your brand and they are loyal, they are purchasing. But if you see a drastic change, that's one example. Or the other example is that for the terms that your hero products, the products that are organically ranking on top four, right? Maybe you don't need to be on top of search. You know, we, we never know. We didn't know the answer for this, but now you can test if you are willing for a week, turn this one off for top of search. Don't be there and see what happens for your market, uh, for uh, purchase share, not click share. At the end of the day, what is important for us? That purchase share. Uh, regarding the talk of, and we have to keep in mind, this is an account level, right? There are so many variables you have to consider here. We are looking at account level, all of your products. We haven't been able actually to uh, check the tacos with this in search query level because the source of data is different from the spend that you see for with PPC. With PPC, you have product detail page, you have the spend there. Also, we are not getting exact spending uh, search level. So when it goes to tacos, no, we haven't been able to uh, implement it there yet. Right, because in order to do that, you'd uh, potentially, well, Hamza mentioned it. Are you summing up this search term spend? Like you're going in, you're checking all your search term, and then you're summing that up? Yeah. So from search term level report, we can check that this keyword has this much spend. And then, uh, obviously, in your search query performance, you can check the purchases of those keywords in a 24. But the, the cons of this uh, search query performance is that it just shows you 24 hours framework. It counts your purchases in 24 hours. If the purchases is out that time frame of 24 hours, it doesn't count it. It's it's a con. It's not an advantage. So yeah, on the techos level, we do take from the ad spend from the search term level report and then check and then take the purchases data from the search query performance report and extract the techos. Just a side note here, Hamza, is that. The uh, PPC that we see, you are, we are getting the spent in product detail pages, right? You are getting so many impression there, spend there, but in search query performance, those purchases 
are not exact. These purchases coming through the search funnel, the search result pages. But that, yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. Yeah. it's, it's, it's not an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, total ACOS values is such an interesting thing where, you know, the more granular you try to get, like, what's my total ACOS per product? What's my total ACOS per keyword? What's my total ACOS per search query? Like, the accuracy gets a little murkier. Uh, like, you're, like, trying to go scuba diving in the mud or something, uh, and it's hard to find. Um, so, gentlemen, let's jump into the practical, like, the whole point that we're trying to solve for with this episode is really, like, We've already talked about what you can do once you're more easily able to download it. Uh, such amazing insight that you can get. The hard part is actually, well, potentially what was previously not mentioned on this show is, of course, getting the data from the screen, from the brand analytics search query performance page, downloaded, put somewhere. Uh, and quick survey, uh, almost all of us talked about putting it in Google Sheets I always am curious, Lewis, Google Sheets or Excel? What are you using more throughout the day? Um, Google Sheets uh, for the very simple reason that it's easier, I mean, to share around, but it's also more, yeah, it's just faster. Hells yeah. Uh, Hamza, how about you? Google Sheets or Excel throughout uh, the day? Google Sheets. Google Sheets. <laughs> Mansoor? Definitely Google Sheets because it is, uh, I, I would say it is uh, stronger. There are some functions that Excel doesn't have and it makes your life much easier yeah i i concur a thousand percent sometimes when someone sends me a google sheet i'm sorry someone sends me an excel spreadsheet and they 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 mentioned they've been working so hard in this excel spreadsheet i'm like you are missing out um <laughs> uh for sure so let's actually talk about this um so what was the what was the html scraper that was mentioned and if anyone wants to explain what an html scraper is for those that don't know is this thing on <laughs> uh, yes I, I think Lewis, Lewis wanna uh, go ahead yeah yeah i just uh shared it in our chat here but um so once i mean Mansoor like pretty much shared i mean this great like google chrome extension tool it just turned out to be magic because then afterwards it was just all about including the data in those Google Sheets and manipulating the data around. But, and so we have been, so I've been playing around, I mean, with this uh, tool also like with different other various reports, including the new version of the product Opportunity Explorer, which is also like the second extra gold mine. So then afterwards you can fetch the data in both ways and then it turns to magic. Because you get like two different sides of things, and especially with the search conversion rate percentage of a search volume, plus the search volume, sorry, of a term over time. And then you can see you versus the market pretty much and how it goes. Uh, and it turns like even deeper and you just go like deeper down the rabbit hole and just looking at where do I stand on the market over time? Because most of the time you have the reaction of, okay, we were so good in Q1 and in Q2, it's getting lower. What happened? And then when you look at the average price, like, or the median price that you had from the search query performance report, and then you fetch the two of them with the in product you know, opportunity explorer. And when you look at the average price of the market that was either like dropping or going higher, or you had maybe more competitors on the market, then you start to understand that at some point somebody was eating your lunch or pretty much the market and the demand might also go down because this can also happen 
that the conversion rate percentage overall of the market and the consumer is just simply going down. There is more demand, but the demand is going down. So it's not like you didn't do a great job. I mean, your ACOS was great. The others were going fine. All your metrics look good from the overall perspective, but you still don't understand. You have the best set of badge, but your orders keep on going down. And then once you get this second part of the data from the Product Opportunity Explorer, you start to understand that, yeah, actually the market is just slowly dying. It's, it's actually happening, I mean, with a few brands uh, where we just started to realize that some ASINs are pretty much reaching the end of the product life cycle and the market is changing overall, right? Yeah, it's, it's such a common thing that I see sometimes where people's market share is changing. Like it's either they're either increasing or decreasing it. And then without knowledge of that, they go into their PPC campaigns and they start making a bunch of changes where it's possible that maybe the market is shrinking. You're going to a slow season. People just didn't buy as much. You know, it's a pre-prime day slump. It's a post-prime day slump. So like being able to recognize on a week by week basis, like what the market is doing will save you from potentially like having a false positives or false negatives when you're making your changes. Also, I think what I've gathered here is a like Mansoor, like I think everyone's like putting these into a spreadsheet, a Google sheet, but you've created like an entire, like your spreadsheet is beefy AF, which I, I is an acronym that I don't know translates to all everywhere where everyone is, but it's like, <laughs> it's very robust. And I think you mentioned when we were going into this episode that you'd be down to maybe share your screen and walk us through it. Um, so for everyone listening, um, to keep, stay safe while you're driving. Um, but uh, we're going to put this up on YouTube as well. Uh, and if you are on YouTube, like, let's check this out. Uh, Mansoor, do you want to maybe walk through that? So basically, like, the, the, the inception point, the, yeah, the inception point is you're able to scrape it quickly, right? Like you hit a button on the HTML scraper. And also shout out to WTAULU. Uh, who is the developer of the free Chrome extension uh, to allow us to scrape this. Shout out to him. We'll also link to the HTML scraper. But what's also cool too is um, it just allows you to download it very quickly. So you could just stop there. You could just be like, let me grab it, put it in a Google Sheet, grab it, put it in a Google Sheet. And then you can do some cool things like combine date ranges or combine, you know, do some cool comparison. But uh, if you're looking at the screen now, Mansur just pulled up I've got graphs, charts, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. So walk us through this. This is awesome. Okay, great. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll be happy to. I'm going to take it a step back. Let's go to brand analytics from here just to show how you can uh, uh, download this. For me, most of the time, what I do is downloading based on the uh, week, week on a weekly basis, right? And when I'm downloading, I make sure to go to 100 rows because Amazon gives you 1,000 uh, rows for this, 1,000 search uh, uh, queries. And from here, easily, you can start with this HTML table scraper, upload it. And for the first time, I go as far as back that I can, maybe for 10 weeks or six weeks. It's up to you how far you want to go back. So the next step would be just to paste the data here, as you can see in my screen, I've started from the last available week, which is week 33. I paste the data here, and this should be manual because when you are 
taking the data Amazon, uh, that table doesn't have the weak number. You need to add the weak number to kind of use the pivot table to pinpoint the search terms to that related week. Uh, for the sake of this uh, video, I downloaded 200 terms, as you see here, and I have downloaded three weeks. So what you can see here is in this table, you see all the search terms based on different weeks. Right now, it is 33, 32, 31, and 30. For each week, I'm showing the search volume, the impression share, click share, and sales share. Uh, and what I have here, just it is an easy graph for you to see what is the trend instead of constantly looking at uh, back, going back and forth to look at the numbers. You can easily look at these graphs to see, for instance, I'll go for uh, knee braces, right? Here we see our search volume went up and now going down, our click share, going, uh, impression share increased, click share increased and our sales share is uh, constant. So also what I have done on this side in the middle, as you can see, I have the total orders for each search query based on the last week. So week 33 for ankle brace had 1,754 total orders. This is market orders, not our order. So, the brand that we are working with got 7% of this amount of uh, sales. And also, I just added this here. I'm trying to understand. Seems like there is some keywords with high sales intent, some keywords with low sales intent. So what I'm doing here, I'm clicking, I'm uh, dividing the number of orders by number of the search volume. I'm trying to see what are those terms that are important here. Like 100% this makes sense. This is a general term, basketball. 14.65% is your orders divided by search volume. But when we go to, for instance, uh, keywords with higher, I would say long tail keywords or higher intent, this percentage goes up. I'm just, this is a, a concept that I'm trying to figure it out, what's happening. Apart from that, on top of this pivot table and the other tables that I have made manually, I have a table that shows you the total of all the terms that you have in below table, the search volume for the last week. This is the last week. It is 322,767. So this shows you the sum and what I could do, I can say, just show me all the terms with ankle brace. Now this table is just filtered to ankle brace Easily, what I could do from this graph, see all the terms that they had ankle brace included in them, what happened? Like, if you see in 30, week 30, our, the blue one, the blue bar is our search volume. So the search volume is increasing. What happened to my click share? For this specific brand, fortunately, we have just one listing with different uh, jobs, right? So for that listing, the, our impression share is pretty straight. Our impression is, uh, share is not changing, but the red line, which is our click share, our click share is increasing and our sales share also increasing until the week 33 that it goes down. Now, I don't know, week 33 is accurate in terms of Amazon had done the sales attribution or not. 
If not, we are there's something happening, right? Because all of a sudden our sales share went down. So we have to look back and see what we have done. Is that a pricing? Is that any change, first of all, from listing side? If there's nothing from market, from listing side, what happened in PPC that this click share going down? So this is a great overview for you to see what is going on with that. And also, I have some uh, complicated search ways here that I have added into this dates tab. There are different ways you can do the filtering. I'll give you an example. Let's say I want to say, give me all the terms that have ankle brace or knee brace, for instance. Well, they are not related, but just to show you the difference. So now you have all of them, either ankle braces there or knee braces there. Or show me any, uh, because when you search here ankle brace, this shows you the exact form of ankle brace. It's looking in phrase, not exact, in phrase. Now I can say, show me all the terms that have brace coming after ankle, right? Between can be anything. So there are different ways you can search here to come up with the conclusion here with the search queries that you are looking for. And in terms of the use cases, there are so many ways you can do that. I'll give you one example. The brand we are working with, they decided to do a lot of uh, deals, right? And then after the deals, few weeks after, we went back to see what happened when we ran those deals, what happened to our market share. Did it worth it? Did we get higher market share? How much was that uh, based on the uh, deal we gave, based on the price we have? Does it worth it or not? Uh, the other case is, of course, A-B testing with your images, with your pricing, with everything. And again, I want to mention here, this is in account level, you have to be, you have to understand as well. Uh, cannibalization is the biggest one. I am obsessed with that. Can you easily, for instance, this is, this is a brand name here, right? MC David or whatever it is. If they want to check their market share, they can pause their ads for this branded terms for them, for whatever the brand is and see what happens to their market share. Do they lose market share if they don't advertise or not? For SEO optimization, for uh, you can also use this for even finding keywords. I went to the last page, ten, uh, page 10. I saw like you have search terms that have one search query. So Amazon gives you to some ex to good extent you are getting the search terms based on your account, how big or small is you might be able to find pretty good search terms as well. Mansoor, this is amazing. This is so cool. <laughs> um, you've even got like Boolean operators for how you want to filter the search queries of, of like and or uh, the order of the term. That's This is awesome. So I just want everyone to know too, like this spreadsheet, is this, is this the sheet that you have in the post that we're going to link to it's the one search query performance analyzer template that is the one plus uh the walkthrough will be yes in the email as well the walkthrough yeah video. and we were and we were joking before this because it was one of those posts that was like hey if you want a copy of this template comment me in the comments and i was like well we had already scheduled the episode i was like well of course i want it and then you got so crowded you got so busy you had to 
uh, uh, turn it into like a landing page. So like we'll link to all of this in the notes, but this is so generous and so awesome for you to share. Um, and for everyone who's maybe just listening and not watching on YouTube, like you've got like week by week breakdown of a particular term that you can see of every single search term here. Um, so this is so, so, so cool. Does anyone have any questions for Mansoor here? It's look good, man. Uh, this thing, this, this shit is <laughs> like makes your life easy. <laughs> it's just a simple command I can make. Um, when I will use it, it will definitely make it easy. A client's life and my life too. <laughs> and the brand's life. And just the, Michael, to add a side note here is that my next plan is to implement the search term impression share report here. So yeah. you have the search query plus the uh, impression share rank and the percentage from PPC. Definitely it's going to give you more insight in kind of having this directional report on what is happening there, what you have here in search query level. Would it make sense, and I think maybe Hamza mentioned this earlier, would it make sense to also pull in spend by search query or like clicks by search query? Do you, do you think you see something like that getting incorporated? It can be incorporated, but from my point of view, you can judge based on that because you are as I mentioned, your source of data is different. If you go to PPC, you will see much more clicks in PPC than what you are seeing here because the product detail pages clicks are not here. So mm -hmm. it might misdirect you. I, I, won't, I won't judge on that. I wonder if, yeah, yeah, because it would be impossible. It'd be, very, it'd be such a process to get detail page clicks sure. even for cute like even for keywords unless from... unless you have a single keyword campaign for your main terms you have the top of search you have the rest of search then sure you can have this direction otherwise for now we don't have as far as i know i'm not sure i as far as i know we don't have any placement report for sponsored product in keyword level we have in campaign level in keyword level Unless Amazon has updated, I'm pretty sure we don't have it yet. Uh, well, this is awesome. Um, thank you so much for, number one, creating this, sharing it on LinkedIn, and then also coming on the show to talk about it as well. Uh, this is, uh, I, I won't lie, I'm, I wish I thought of it, but uh, here we are. That's all. <laughs> no, it's, seriously, it's just awesome to see the community, like helping the community. So like, thank you so much for creating that. Lewis, did when you were doing this, uh, were you able to come up with like a template similar to Mensur, or were, or you are you just using it as a quick way no. to pull it into Google Sheets? <laughs> no, 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 no far near, no far near. Uh, it was just like I mean a, a discovery like over time and just like pulling the data and just looking at it. I mean from a holistic perspective and trying to make sense of everything and just trying to compare with the different data and also like. To come back also, I mean, with the PPC clicks, because I mean, of course, as a PPC manager, you're constantly trying to understand or trying to make a pattern and correlation between, okay, what is happening if I'm increasing my impression on the PPC side or on the click or on the orders, et cetera. But as just mentioned before, and we keep on noticing it more and more because we're using a, a bid management tool that is Quartile at uh, Frasio, and it's constantly creating single keyword 
So you can like have this placement data and all the different clicks at which placement, uh, what happened on this match type and this keyword, et cetera. And for instance, I mean, with product targeting uh, type of campaigns, so PAT campaigns, you just realize and we realize more and more that we have the, T, the type of search placement that is starting to pretty much get over each and every other keyword uh, campaigns that we have because sometimes the conversion rate is just higher. So the tool is just going to get like a bit more incentivized to bid on this side. So in the end, it's just getting more complex because those campaigns also touch the SERP and not only product detail pages. So it's going to get like very complicated to understand where did your click happen exactly on which term and on which keyword. It gets just very complicated. So I definitely, I definitely follow and double uh, Manzur on this day, it's going to get very complicated to understand uh, the correlation and the clicks and also the orders and pretty much, I mean, the tacos and acos relationship on the term basis, especially because you're touching a whole portfolio. And if you have a brand that has a lot of ASINs, it's going to get even more complicated. But to come back to your question, no, I mean, I was very far away from Manzur's work. <laughs> right on. I think we all were. So, uh, Michael, <laughs> I just want to add something else, and you can get one extra information here. I don't know, for some people might be useful. For each search query performance, now you know what is the total orders. If you go to Brand Analytics, Brand Analytics gives you for top three products, what are their conversion share? So you can exactly now calculate what is the number of orders top three click products getting. If you want to see how far from you are from there or you are trying to catch up, scale, get there, now you have kind of a scale to see how far you are from there and how you could get there. Yeah, and the easy extraction of the data like speeds that process up, right? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that would, you know, if this data was very difficult to get and manipulate and play with, it's like, well, you know, Helium 10 or Jungle Scout or whatever isn't perfect, but it's like right at my fingertips. It's like quick, I can work it into my workflow. It doesn't, you know, it's not an arduous process, but now that you can sort of export it quickly, search query performance dashboard, put it into a workable template that you can follow week over week, then you can sort of glance at the brand analytics data for the top three and like, actually truly know what the sales are it's not like estimated sales anymore um which is also mind-blowing so it's like over the last few months we've sort of like ripped open uh something that was previously like we had to use third-party tools we had to like estimate and now it's like right there it's a little difficult to manipulate and get and download and put into a google sheet but it's made been made like massively easier with all of these things coming together so like major props for knowing like where to look what to look for and also creating the, the template and sharing it let's go final thoughts of just sort of how often do you think you'll prepare a report like this uh and where can people find you uh for me per, uh, linkedin definitely you can yeah. connect me connect with me on linkedin and these type of templates, there are so many of these templates that I'm usually <laughs> making. And so I've decided every maybe uh, bi-weekly, I might give away one template that I'm working on and might be useful for you guys. 
and also working on mm. adding more extra information for for the existing templates amazing uh well i hope to have you back to talk about them they're awesome uh lewis how about you where can people find you and what are your final thoughts here um, yeah, just like Mansoor, so they can mostly find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just have a Twitter, but I don't really use it, to be honest. I, at least, I mean, for BBC-related topics. Um, my final thoughts, I mean, is definitely that I'm going to try. I mean, thanks again, and props to you again, I mean, Mansoor, for all the knowledge. I mean, not only on this topic, but on different uh, topics on BBC, you're definitely one of the top references now, for me at least, uh, on this side. And I will definitely use it bi-weekly or monthly to track down the evolution on certain edge cases or topics like where I really need to have a holistic perspective and not only stick them into a PPC perspective. Right on. And Hamza, how about you? Where can people find you and what are your final thoughts here? Yeah, uh, people similarly, it's like Mansoor and Louis Stoll. People can find me on LinkedIn. And definitely this session was amazing as Mansoor shared one of its jam sheet and i'm sure that uh, god help him that he will be sharing uh, every bi-weekly some new new reports and new uh, new working and it will be good for the community yeah good for the community awesome well everyone thanks so much for tuning in to the give mansoor props show no seriously <laughs> thank you for <laughs> producing that and sharing it um Thanks so much for tuning in to the PPC Den podcast, and uh, I'll see everybody next week. Uh, Lewis, Hamza, and Mansoor, uh, I was so stoked to get connected with all of you guys. Thanks so much for jumping on the show and create going along with this crazy idea of having a four-person podcast episode. I think it turned out absolutely great. Have a good one, guys. Bye.